yet. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome to This is a Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Brafford. And we're here to talk about NXT Battleground. But first off, how are you doing, Gina? I am doing grand, Shelby. How are you doing today? I am good and I feel like I feel so fancy. I know. Today because I I have made the effort <gasps> to make a drink today. Effort? <laughs> and not just crack open a Diet Coke can. Hey, look, <laughs> there's no judgment with how badly you've been needing Diet Coke. Oh my gosh. But it's it's become like... I've never really been addicted to Diet Coke. I, I no no. I know you're giving me a face right now. <laughs> I am definitely giving you a face. Listeners who <laughs> that have is been like saying I'm not addicted to Dr Pepper. That's dumb. Okay, that's not fair because you are. <laughs> I am absolutely. <laughs> but no, I just I feel like it has it has ramped up a lot during this pregnancy just because. It's the only source of caffeine that I'm allowing myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. You did try with coffee, but it doesn't, ex like, decaf coffee doesn't do anything for you because, it, duh. It's a placebo thing yeah. for me. So, like, in the mornings, I always have a hot coffee, mm -hmm. right? Like, I make it it's just every practice. morning. It is routine for That's me, the right? Word. It's yeah, better word. routine. <laughs> what did you say? It's practice. Practice. It's like our ritual every day. Oh my gosh! All I mean, right, y'all. Here we for go. For some people, it is. I mean, they they really, you know, yeah. they have the the special machines and the hmm. pour over stuff and like I, I'm not Sandra. I'm not that fancy. I literally just have Sandra. a I have a Keurig and and you know yeah that's it. But yeah, but I I make the the decaf in the morning because it's a it's a thing that wakes me up mm -hmm. right it's but, the warmth and the smell and yeah but it doesn't taste as good and yeah. i think i've realized i actually do enjoy the taste of coffee well that's good to know but if i have a cup of coffee mm -hmm. in the day that's it that's it that's all i can you have. can't have any more i can't have any more caffeine throughout the rest of the day and there are a lot of caffeine free options because mm -hmm. i thankfully there's a lot of stuff out there now but like Oh, it just doesn't. Mm, it that, doesn't hit that itch. And that that ice ice coffee is even more deceiving because you have to brew it stronger for ice coffee. <laughs> so there's more caffeine in ice coffee than in regular coffee. So like, um, I can't just go in and get like a tall, you know, nope. Starbucks iced coffee. Which who would do that anyway? Like that's two sips. That's no, like, <laughs> like <laughs> two chugs. <laughs> I mean, ew. <laughs> that was disgusting. It was not. <laughs> but what are you actually drinking so, now, Shelby? <laughs> I found it, they were on sale at Target. It is Ooh. the actual tea that Starbucks uses. Oh, so that very fancy bougie stuff? Yes, the Tazo Ooh. passion, you know, tea, which I do really like their passion uh, no, lemonades. Yeah, no, they're, they're really, they're really, really good. They're really, really good, but... Um, I'm having to watch my sugar too, so like yeah. I can't do the lemonade part. So I yeah. found the just the tea, and then that was on sale. So I got the yeah, calm yeah, yeah, one yeah. as well, and both of them are caffeine free. So Lovely. I poured it in a wine glass that has a cool skull on it because we're at Kara's house. Because <laughs> we're at Kara's house, <laughs> <laughs> and I put a lime wedge in it, and I feel fancy. It is nice. It very is nice. Very, it is very good. It's also a really nice color. It like looks like a full like mixed drink. It does. Like, I kind of feel like I'm drinking a Cosmo right now. Yeah. 
And I'm I'm up over here having myself a cookout, a huge uh, cheer wine, because they don't have Dr. Pepper at a cookout. They don't, but they have cheer wine. They sure do they have sure cheer do. wine. They sure do. They we, surely do. We in the Carolinas, <laughs> and we got to have some cheer wine here. <laughs> I've never... Because got, I would rather drink cheer wine than Mr. Pip. You can't tell me otherwise. I mean, I, I am not a Dr. Pepper person, mm. so I, I can't That's tell you sin. the difference, but... <laughs> I've never been a cheer wine person either because I don't really like sweet stuff. Well, that and cherry. You don't like cherry. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Keep, yeah, this is. I keep forgetting that cheer wine is just <laughs> cherry juice. Because it's not really cherry. <laughs> it's cherry, not cherry. Right. So. I mean, it's bright red. It's not the color of actual cherries like, at what? all. What? I, I hate to break it to you, but there mm. is no real cherry juice Red dye in number four. <laughs> You have your aspartame. I have red dye number four. It's I'm telling fine. you, I mean, it, you don't have aspartame, but you have that. So, yeah. like, something's going to kill us Isn't all. that the hyper? Isn't that the, that makes sense. Isn't that the hyper? The the hyper, <laughs> the hyper uh, dye that everyone's like, you oh, know, that all gives, those that gives mothers. kids ADHD? Oh, yeah. Mm, well, hmm, looky there. <laughs> That's what it looks like the sip, moms say. I'm going to sip some of this red dye. <laughs> But yes, we are slowly but surely, friends, bringing back the yes. water we drinking. Yes. Because hopefully, you know, knock on all of the wood, um, the next time that we will record, I can have an alcoholic beverage. Because you'll have a baby. I will. So that's exciting and yes. scary all at the same time. <laughs> it makes you want to drink. It does. <laughs> um but yeah, so let's go ahead and just get into it. Absolutely. I know we had uh, Ooh, our, our last episode, uh, we talked about Nine of Champions, mm-hmm. and we said that we were very excited to talk about this one because, or talk about Battleground, because I feel like this was, to me, not as like on par with some of the other ones that we've seen I this got, year. I got strong free fees. I do too. I got strong free fees. But that's about why this. I wanted to talk about it. Because Absolutely. I feel like they for the past few takeovers they've been very consistent. Oh right? yeah. Like they've been like so on point and we're like, okay, we're back on track. We're back on the regular takeovers mm-hmm. like we used to have. Like black and gold brand takeovers. Uh, but stuff. I don't know. Like this one felt like it felt very out of place. Yeah. And there were uh, there were a few matches that were actually really, really stellar and really good. Oh, yeah. Like, like. But, like, every other one kind of ended with a sour kind of taste in our mouth. So, I think it'll yeah. be interesting to go through it. I'm excited to dive into this one. Also, friends, I'm so sorry about my stuffy nose. No. Toward the end of the each day, now I get the pregnancy uh, sniffles. So that's a thing. Oh, that's absolutely a thing. Oh, I'm screwed for the future. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I already have the sniffles every day because of allergies. Well, I listened to. Um, oh, no. This, uh, when did that start for you? Fem- well, just recently. Oh, okay. It hasn't been the whole time, but okay. there's a female comedian that I, I listen to a lot, um, Eliza Schlesinger. Hey, shout out. She just, um, not just gave birth, but mm-hmm. she has a one year old. And that's still just. <laughs> she was well, true. But she has a podcast and. Throughout her entire pregnancy, she had what she called the pregnancy sniffles, where like literally it just sounded like she was congested That's all the time. Crazy. And I've noticed toward the end of the day that like I'll start to like get kind of congested. That is insane. Yeah. So I apologize, friends, if you hear me like sniffling or it's a little congested tonight, but it'll be okay. It's we'll fine. power through. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> 
So oh our first goodness. match of the night is for the North American title. So there's a triple threat match between Wesley, Joe Gacy, and Tyler Bates. Who I have recently really come to enjoy. Who, Tyler? Yes. Oh, man, drink the Kool-Aid. He's great. I, <laughs> I am. I'm drinking this Cheerwine Kool-Aid. No, he's awesome. And he's also attractive, but th- he looks like my man if he was blonde. That's that's so. probably a reason why. <laughs> but like, I feel I feel like because he was huge over in, in UK, and that's what you always told me because yes. we were like, no, 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 hang on. And I was just like, I just feel bad because his name is is I don't know the inner child, the inner middle school boy in me is like hey, bait, hey, like. <laughs> I know, and it's really dumb. It makes me think of Bates Motel, and it's oh, dumb. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. I was like, I am, s- that, whoo, like right over my head on that one. I was like, that doesn't sound like a dick joke at no, all. No, like, no, no. Well, I mean, my, we, we that, could even go around to master. Oh, okay, fair, but fair. Either, either works. It's just my brain's messed up, so I would giggle about that for a while, but Well, all middle phenomenal. school brains are messed up. Yeah. Because mine immediately went to a dick joke. And you're not so. wrong. We were there, but just we, we were parallel. Right. We were just weren't on the same street. We I understand. <laughs> but yes, no, I agree. He is so good. And I think this dynamic that he has with Wesley right now yes. is really, really fun. I was like, no, Wes, don't be mad at him. He's just really wrestling because he's a professional. Don't, he's not going to leave you. He's a friend of yours. I think that's like such a such a testament to the difference between... British wrestling mentality and American wrestling mentality. It's so true, though. Because we, over here in the States, I feel like we are so emotional about things. About everything. Right. So, like, we tie all of our emotions into, like, everything that we do, right? I mean, think about how many reality TV shows we have. Oh, I know. Exactly. But, like, if you think about it, like, Wesley is, so basically, like, Wesley is, like, you're, you're like going for my title, therefore you're not my friend anymore. He's like, nah, dude. Like it's we like, work at a wrestling company. It's like, like, what did you think I, would happen, man? I want a title. You have one. It's nothing personal. And he even says that, like in yeah. the lead up to this, which I find just hilarious. Yeah. That Wesley's like, no, like you're not my friend anymore. Like we're gonna, we're not gonna be friends after we're this. We're gonna fight. We're gonna actually fight. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I want that. Like that That's is the point. Like, I want your title. Right. But so I, I like that. We have that dynamic, and then you just have Joe Casey just, like, lingering in the background oh, being like, yes, so, descent. Yes, he's you so know? freaking creepy now. And it's like, I get it. I get it. I get it. But he's he's just always going to make me feel like he's a knockoff Bray. Well, I He think can work. He can work. That's, yeah. And not but, saying that Bray can't, but, like, I no, feel no, no. like Bray is more of a character wrestler whereas like he can work and he can wrestle really well but he relies a lot on his characters right yeah i feel like joe started out that way Mm -hmm. and then now it's become a little bit different and he he wrestles he he, he's more technical yeah i think okay because usually in triple threat matches like ones that I've seen in the past, sometimes it I know where you're going turns this, yeah. into two guys duking it out for a while mm-hmm. and the third guy just like staring. Oh, like, hey. Kind of like peeking over the outside. Just or being just like, chilling in the corner. Just, just like waiting. waiting for their spot, <laughs> right? Yep. But I feel like with this one in particular, it was very even, mm-hmm. very evenly matched where yes. like everybody kind of played off of each other and you had like Tyler Bate who was, who's, 
the striker or the mm-hmm. strong boy, right? The strong, <laughs> strong boy. Which is... It's I funny kinda, because he's not. He doesn't look like the American strong boy. Well, he's... he's but he He's is, the British strong he's, style. Exactly. Right? That's where he comes from. Yes. Which, like, I get it. It was... He's, like, big strong boy. Like, that was his thing. <laughs> but, like, I kind of... Like, you're... you're your man now yeah. you know like big, the big strong boy of it all like i kind of was like you can graduate up you you're, know you're a man. you can be big strong man. man we don't have the rights to that i shouldn't sing that. no you should not please don't sing nope <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah though no, i and then you had him who's the the strong style and then you had wesley who's the high flyer and then mm-hmm. you have gacy who's the striker yeah right who just or the the tank literally yeah literally just like i'm gonna run at you and do a clothesline and you're just gonna lay there for five minutes because <laughs> just, it hurts yeah you know like so you have all the three different styles but they all really worked really well together mm-hmm. so you didn't have someone who's just sitting outside you know waiting for their spot unless it was gacy doing it on purpose to be creepy and trying to pit them against each other which did happen which a couple did times. happen he was like he doesn't care about you. He hates you. And Tyler's like, what is wrong with you, man? Like, like get in here and fight like a man. I'm just <laughs> wrestling. I'm doing my job. I'm being paid for. Like, why are you guys making this what? so <laughs> emotional? I, I really. Why are you going to be so cruel? I really, I really liked that dynamic. It was fun. He played into that because even, even after the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. um, you had, uh, NXT TV the next week and he even like cut a promo with Wesley and was like dude okay now that this is over like can we go back to being friends yeah like, it I was know, great I, I know that like I went for your title and everything but like <laughs> can we not do that because he came in and defended Wes against some, he did uh, against oh I, mm. yes and so then Wes is like yeah yeah we yeah, can yeah. we can be fine we, we good we good but like I I really did enjoy this one. I feel like it was the right outcome. Well, but we do really quickly yeah. need to talk about Tyler Bates. I have this because when I wrote this down, the announcers actually said the moves. So I actually oh, have the that's moves. Right. Yeah. Tyler Bates did this airplane spin while spinning Wes. He yes. had freaking Joe and Wes at the same time. And then just like, I was like, he's even like Claudio. Yeah. Am I about to have a new NXT man? You should. I think I should. I think you should claim it right now. I think, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye. I have chosen my new NXT man. It is Tyler Bate. I love that. I love that for you. I love that for me too. You know, I'll get there. It's okay. Just look. Hey, who knows? I have a lot. I have a lot to live up to. You, you, know, you do. All of mine are. You, you know, know. They're very. It's going to be he very has his hard. Own, he has his own special award now, like <laughs> <laughs> the Who Wants to Die Award. But no, he's my brother. He's not my husband. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Forgive we're me. we're related. Okay, <laughs> gross. Okay, we're related. <laughs> but yes, sure that, that was extremely impressive. Yeah, that and was crazy. So yes, you can you can claim your big strong boy title by doing. You know, a double uh, airplane. Spin. That's a man. That, oh, this that. only proves <laughs> that he now has ascended to man. I love it. There. I love it. All right. Well, I mean, I feel like because Wesley goes over of on course. this, but I I feel like it was the right outcome mm-hmm. just because I don't think he's ready to lose it yet. Well, I even said when we were talking about, it, I was like, okay, well, like so, even with storyline, I'm trying to figure out what other option there could have been because even if Gacy somehow won it. I guess they could have had them, like, you know, uh, 
Bait and Lee just going against each other for a while. Yeah. But I feel like, as you said, you said, but if he wins, then this is longer story. Yeah. In the, down the road. And I was like, yeah, yeah. it's because, fair. Because, I mean, yeah, I just, because it was Gacy who took the pin. Yeah. Right? So he, he didn't actually pin Tyler. Yeah. So then we could go forward like, with see. our, see, I d- you know, we didn't pin each other. Like, it's fine. Like, we're phrase, We're cool. And then when the pin does happen. If it does. If it does. You know, because I think he could actually, we could actually move on from this. Yeah. And I would actually like to see Tyler Bate go back for the Heritage Cup. Because he was a very, very good Heritage Cup. We're going to get there. That's one of the things I am so pissed about. Oh, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying But yes, from I agree. past experience. Yes, cuz he held it for forever. He did. And it was amazing, you said. And each he is so good at the Heritage Cup matches. I just, like he's just he oh. that's his that's his bread and butter, like that's his thing. I could see that. So, I just I would think he's more British. Exactly. <laughs> he's so British. I so I would want him to go back to doing that. I'd love to see him. And then have Wesley be in his corner for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah. So, um, and then you have Wesley who can go on to, you know, because there's so many people there's that they so have on many, their roster. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm calling it oh. Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier going for the uh, North American title. Remind me really quickly so of do you remember the color of the trunks. Well, I don't, I don't know the trunks. Oh, okay. I just know the look. <laughs> Sometimes I so, do that. <laughs> do you remember us talking about uh, the matches that Nathan Frazier did with Axiom? Yes, 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 yes. So him. Okay. Yes. The guy who was in the corner with Dragon Lee for the Heritage Cup. Yes. I oh, want, with the big billowy long hair. Yes. yes. I want that. I could see that. I think that would be a really good one. So, Ooh. Sean, if you're listening... Look, that's my prediction. And I'm just saying on that subject of someone listening, thank you. Someone is listening. We're going to get to that later. Yes. But there is for real someone who is listening to us because there were what? Four things? Three things? There were a couple of things. That we yeah. were like, someone directly like chose what we said. Like th- they are for real listening to us. So it thank has you. Happened. It has happened a few times. On but this not show. to this level. That's true. Not to this level. So whoever we are, is, we are reaching to different countries. We now, are. So. We are apparently reaching out to all sorts of lovely countries. <laughs> and I mean, so I can comment. The, tell us where you're from. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited to hear from you guys. Um, so I gave this a four. Oh yeah, solid. easy, solid. Like four. four regals. Yeah, really, really good. But then we have to move on to a downgrade, <laughs> a little bit of a downgrade. Um, so this is the <sighs> Heritage Cup match, which I am so glad that this is something that they are bringing over from UK because when I was watching UK, this was my favorite time of year because they would have a Heritage Cup tournament, and so they would basically have Heritage Cup matches Mm -hmm. to get to the main heritage cup final so it would just be a month and a half solid of just heritage cup matches and they were so much fun to watch and i feel like bringing it over to an american audience is super cool but i just don't think they did it right like at all this was my first heritage cup match and i hate that and I, I'm I hate that that's the pissed, first one that you've ever seen. Uh, emotionally, 
my heart wants to give this zero regals. I know. Because I was so excited. That's not my score. No. But, but I mean, truthfully, let me, um, let me explain uh, the rules before we get into it. Uh, because I'm pretty sure no one else knows what a Heritage Cup match is either. Yes, let's explain the rules. So you have six three-minute rounds. So kind of like boxing. Yes. Um, and at the end of each round, the competitor goes back to their prospective corners and they're supposed to be like a uh, quote-unquote hype person, yes, like in they, the corner giving yeah. them water. It's and like their coach. Talk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if someone gets a pinfall or submission, then the round is over. Immediately stops. Yes. And they have to go back to their corners. Yes. And then it's the best two out of three falls. Yes. So basically whoever gets to two falls first out of six. Yes. But there is something else that needs to be brought up about DQs. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 right? <laughs> I was just I, saying I that's I part of... I don't know. I, I don't well, you I were write that one down. Oh, well, there's a thing because they were also saying that the ref has free reign to pick when there's a DQ if a move is... That's right. Yeah. If a move is not... And this is... Don't worry. I will talk all about this in great <laughs> detail because this is the part that pissed me off the most. Um, because the ref has a... Like, if there's something that happens, like like a weapon is used or something is like something happens they have the right to then dis like disqualify the match and whoever then is disqualified they would go to the victor like the win would go to the victor yeah because i remember you were telling me that at the beginning and i was like that's a really fun caveat i really like that it makes it more of a real match where there's no chicanery yeah but at the during this match, there was so much chicanery, And it was though. pissing me off so bad. Because there was even a time when... Because I know... <gasps> so it was... We didn't even say who this was against. So it was Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. And I feel like putting Dragon Lee in this and not having him win is so stupid. It's... Because <gasps> Noam Dar has... he He is someone who... I am not a huge fan of character wise. I think he's a fine wrestler. I think he's okay. I but yeah. like I'm he has held this cup for so long that because he hasn't defended it because exactly. NXT UK has been in limbo and then it went away and then now we're bringing it back. So like he has held this for so long basically because of circumstance. And also because like and then they're using that for like with his character it's like Oh, uh, you know, I don't have to defend. It's fine. Like he's he's clearly being the heel asshole that yeah, very Miz, very uh, what's his other name? I'll think of it later after we're done recording. <laughs> but it's very much this snake, like just sleazy, just and I I appreciate the character. He's very good at this character. He is because we it don't like him. It makes me almost wonder if he's not even acting, but that's just my own personal preference um, <laughs> or belief. Um, but it, I'm just so mad. No, and we had... I'm so there mad. Was a, there was a point in the match where... Because Noam Dar gets the first fall, right? Yes. Which that was all legit. Clean. All of that was clean. Clean. Beautiful. And I actually was really surprised by that. And um, then all, roll of, up. all of a sudden, during one of the, the rounds, the bell rings 
And then he elbows Dragon Lee in the face, clearly in front of the ref after the bell has rung. And this was strike one for me. Right. Because the ref was like, and the ref wasn't even playing that he didn't see it. The ref played like he stared at him. He said, Oi, what you doing? Uh huh. Like, how dare you? And he's like, I wasn't And then the ref continued. Yeah. Having clearly seen that. So that's why I was like, wait. That he should have been disqualified for that. Yes. Yes. The <laughs> other thing that's bothering me about this match is like, okay, if the person who is the champion just automatically grabbed a weapon, wouldn't that mean that they win automatically? Like if at the start of a match, uh-huh. they just decided to grab a kendo stick and start beating the shite out of someone. And then they get DQ'd. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that then go to them? According to the rules, yeah, technically. What the? <laughs> but no one ever does that, though. No. Because, because that's the point of the Heritage Cup, is it's, that it's the, it's the gentleman style of wrestling. And that's... But, <sighs> so, so that's put in place just as like a... Oh, no one would do that. Right, exactly. And then that's the thing that I'm getting pissed about is because I was like, I was so excited for this kind of rule because it's... It's... it's like traditional but still fun and relevant Mm -hmm. and then now that it's over here they're like oh but we have to make it like just super like americanized and we we have have to to make you know bullshit we have to make it like a regular match and it's not it's not so so here's here's the main issue that i had with it this match or this type of match is not supposed to have distractions it's not supposed to have run-ins it's not supposed to further storylines it's literally supposed to just be a pure wrestling match it reminds me skill against skill yes it reminds me a lot of the roh pure title yes where you have all these rules right but you have them in place for a reason because it keeps you uh at a code of conduct right it keeps it so that way okay if you if you do this, then here are actual consequences. Yes. Versus like, quote unquote, regular wrestling where like it's up to the discretion of the referee. Because we've seen, you know, blatant, you know. We talked about disqualifications I, I, like all the time in front of the ref. And they're like, I'll allow it. And it's know? like, guys. Right. Exactly. So this is supposed to be something that's like. Not for that. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be, okay, it is skill on skill, strength on strength. Like, I am better, I am a better technical wrestler than you are, and this is how I show it. Yes. Right? So, by bringing in Lash Legend and whoever the fuck else came in, I don't even know, like, who these people are. Like, nobody knew who these people were. Like, I didn't recognize her. Yeah. At all. And also, tall queens. Oh, sure. Huge win. The only reason why I know Lash Legend is because they tried to give her a talk show. They did. I remember did that. Not it did not work at, at all. all. But she's also like changed her look now. So yeah. that's why I didn't recognize her because so I was like, wait a minute. Her, what? And then there was another girl, another which woman, I, I yeah. did not get her name. Not at all. And I did not get the guy's name either. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> it was, it's not, th- this match or this type of match is not supposed to do that. It's not yes. supposed to further storylines. It's not supposed to like, 
chicanery should not even be on the list of no. the outline for these matches. Like this, right? is, like this is definitely somebody who has never watched a Heritage Cup, uh, Heritage Cup match. Well, I, either that, or we have, and we want to make it more like appealing to the audience that we have now okay. versus what the audience we had before. But I but they're the same now because they just come over here to watch this. No, they're not the oh, same. Really? No, they, they're no. not coming back. Well, here's the thing. The people who, speaking from someone who did watch UK. Yeah. Yes. No one watched UK. Okay. <laughs> no one knew that UK was even still a thing. Oh. So I would argue that it is definitely not the same audience who's watching. I don't I really don't think so and I think that a lot of people were very loyal to UK and when it and when they disbanded it they were they were like fucked up and do WE I don't want anything to do with this anymore so that's savage I don't think that the audience that they had before for this type of match is there anymore so that's unfortunate for people like me who were huge fans of this type of match I really hope that they continue with this and that people don't shit on it too much. But like a lot of people did not enjoy this match. And I, I feel like if you had any plans for Dragon Lee, just squash them. They're done. His momentum is at zero at this point because he also fucked up a lot during this match. Like there was oh. that huge botch on the outside. God, where when I thought that his oh his head gosh. hit the, I the thought, apron, but oh. it was really his shoulder. But it looked like it his, looked like he slammed his head as yeah. hard as he could onto that. Also, I want to be like, dude, you already did this spot, so you don't need to do it again. <laughs> yes, you like know? we've seen like, it, we got it. Like it's a cool spot because it's where he walks on the ropes. And runs, essentially, on the ropes and does a Hurricane Rana onto the outside with the guy on the apron. But the second time he did it, he slipped when he went to jump, missed Noam Dar completely, and they both came crashing down. So he already had a hill to climb when he came out so strong on that AAA performance he had. And then was like, ah, by the way, deuces, I'm going to W... you already have... I mean, baller move, but still. Baller. <laughs> like, like, holla. Like, holla, holla. But, but n- no. But now you've set yourself up to climb Everest yeah. to prove your point, and this is what happens. Well, I think it's unfortunate for him just because... Because he's good. He is very good. He's but so good. At the same time, I don't know if putting him in this match was actually a good idea. I, th- I th- Just I th- because if if he lost like he did then it sets him up to go nowhere yeah but if he wins then it's also kind of strange because it's not really the style of a luchador no right like so i don't know it would have been better if he would have won if you're gonna have him in the match and he's a new guy i mean they're both technically new guys but like if you're trying to elevate this luchador who came from triple a who made such a you made such a big deal about huge right you you had to have let him win yeah and especially if you were going to have him lose not lose it in the way that he did just by distraction alone that's the thing that was pissing me off where i was like okay so the ending um these two um ladies uh lash lash legend i almost said lash perfect lash legend came in 
and started distracting the ref. And that's the other part that made me so furious is like, once again, the ref stared at them, <laughs> stared at him, like, or stared at them with his eyeballs and decided to not just end that match right there. Yeah. Even just having them out could have done that. But the fact that they started to actually mess with Dragon Lee, I was like, okay, all you had to do was come out and like say one thing. And then he'd be like, hey, what are you doing? You know what? No, like you're no one's supposed to be here. And it still could have held the integrity of the cup. Mm -hmm. It still could have. Essentially what this match has done, it's not only messed up Dragon Lee's future. Noah Mamdar looks like a bitch <laughs> who can't do his own wrestling. True. Past past like where it's like oh this is a character it makes me genuinely believe that he couldn't have done it yeah and it has absolutely screwed over the integrity of this cup and in my opinion they have to like fly around the planet like twice to fix this i think what they're gonna have to do is they're just gonna they're gonna have to drop back and punt with this and not do it for a while like and that because sucks because this I was a potential to be amazing like when um hbk made that match yeah like it had that potential i don't think that i don't think that's what they're gonna do no, but i of think of course not unless I, someone's listening i just think that either that or they need to make it a bigger deal by making a tournament out of it i feel like that right? works by That's an easy way hyping to, it up yeah. instead of just throwing it into a pay-per-view where people don't necessarily really know yeah. with not a lot of build-up. Yeah. You know? And it also doesn't help that at the beginning of this match, there was this promo that Triple H threw yeah. where it was talking about the Heritage Cup and all of the amazing wrestlers before who had had it. And then they were like, and we're going to shit on it. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. Yeah. I, I gave this... A two. Yeah, I gave it a two, too. Yes, okay. Yeah. Two regals. No, it just... It, oh. I mean, y you guys know that, like, two is pretty... Is is low. Two is, like, my one. Yeah. Like, really. I mean, if, I don't, if we're being honest. But I don't feel like... I, they are so... They literally could have done anything, anything else but what they actually did. Anything. And so that's why it's a straight up two. I give it like, a, yeah, it's bad. It was bad. It was not fun to watch no. at all. And even technically, I, I didn't want to go one because like technically the match was good. Yeah. If I'm going to one or zero, that means that like everything was wrong. Either that or a match just didn't even happen. Yeah. Something. <laughs> it's like, like when Shane McMahon came in for his last match, I gave that a one. Because that match didn't happen and Snoop Dogg had to save the day. But Well, yeah, the one was just for Snoop. The one was for Snoop. So we need to go on yes, from this one because the next one, man, <laughs> was my match of the night. Oh, it saved it. Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak in a last man standing match. And all I wrote was, holy fuck. <laughs> I okay. I did have one other note, but yes. I just said go watch it. Like guys, like honestly, get your popcorn, get your drink, whatever it may be, and watch this like twenty times. Every, it's everybody knows how crazy cuckoo banana pants Ilya Dragunov he is. is we don't have to sit here and explain this man to you. At and this if you point, don't go watch, this just go man. Look, just go look it up because honestly, I think. This is, obviously it was the best match of the night, but it was. Clearly. I think this is the best match that they, that NXT has produced all year. 
Ooh, I really do. Hot take. I do because this told such a good story. Yeah. And it was so well done by both of these men. And they both brought such a crazy ass intensity. That's the only way that I can like explain it. Yeah. That it gave me, I legit thought that these men were going to die. Like at one point I legit looked over and I was like, I think Dragunov is going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> like, I really think <laughs> that did. And then I looked over at Dijak and I'm like, I actually think he's going to aneurysm first. I think he's going to have a stroke <laughs> and then he's going to have an aneurysm and then they're both going to fall out and at die. At the same time. At the same time. <laughs> because the amount of intensity that Gosh. both of these men showed. Now, last man standing matches can sometimes be bummers. They can, right? they can make or break. Because they people use it as an excuse just to like, okay, we're going to fight around the ring. We're going to use weapons. We're going to... Especially if there's you know, like a chicken shit heel in there. Yeah, we're going to fight in the arena. Yeah. And we're going to do some big, huge spots where we jump off, you know, cable yeah. cars and, <laughs> you know, all that shit. But this was just a simple, I'm just going to beat the shit out of you until you don't stand anymore. Yeah. Like that type of last man standing. Yes. And listeners of this show know that I appreciate the hell out of that. Because we don't need a crazy, like, you know, hundred year backstory sometimes. Sometimes they just got to beat the shit out of each other. And that's literally all that Dragunov ever does in any of his oh feuds. Gosh. If you look back. At any of his stuff he's ever done with Walter, any stuff he's ever done with Finn. Oh my gosh, his Walter. Anything There's, he's done with oh. anyone in this company, it is just, I am psycho and you just have to out psycho me. Yeah. Right? And you would think that it would get old after a while. Never. It, he legit, and I think I said this the night that we watched it, he actually pulled out moves I've never seen him yes, do before. Yes, you did. You, you were like, is that a new? Is that a new move? Yeah. Like, you were freaking out. I was, because people like that tend to, when you have the crazy, right? Like, that's yeah. kind of all you have, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you you don't really stray too far into the actual move and technical side of the wrestling, yes. right? You're just like, everyone is scared of me, and they should be, because <laughs> I'm a crazy cuckoo banana man. Yeah. But <laughs> he has pulled out some moves where now he literally will just pounce on you the pounce jump is and amazing. just like with his forearm hits you in the face yeah he does like as you're like laying on your back like you would think like okay like that seems i could i could do that right no no like, he literally no. gets a running start just flies like a flying squirrel <laughs> I was gonna through <laughs> the air and just with the like blunt of his forearm hits Just, you in the face. See, I was going to give the um, analogy that, you know, when a fox hunts, it jumps straight in the air and then just comes straight back down. That's exactly what he does. That's he really just, good. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, he literally, he could be standing. And that was one of the things he did. He was standing and then he just jumped straight in the air and just goes like just <laughs> right on his face. Also, I just want to give a shout out to Dijak. Like I've missed you, man. Yeah. We've missed you. It's so nice to see you. Kicking ass again, like not, really taking names, like not hiding behind a no, T bar mask. I don't ever, you know. I don't want to ever hear T bar, think T bar. I don't think he does either. We're all in agreement. We don't even address it. And but now he's oh. doing the whole like you know Matrix 
look I'm and digging it man with the long like <laughs> leather jacket yes and the, and the glasses and the 90s glasses yes 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 i swear though that moment at the beginning of the match that he had with that parent and their child that child's soul left her body guys Yo. He, he he looked <laughs> yeah. at this man who had a child in his arms. There was a man behind. Yes, but he, he but was there speaking was to that man and yes. that child was there. He said to this man who was <laughs> holding this little child, said, you need to get her out of here because you're not going to want her to see what I'm about to do. <laughs> and and the, I was like, child's soul left her body. She went to heaven, y'all. And I don't think we actually saw that child for the rest of the match because I think he believed him and took her out of the match. Which, oh, it's like I a flashback to like well. Quinn, <laughs> like hold my baby, exactly, hold my baby. But like, oh my god, just a little attention to detail, yeah. stuff like that. I'm such a sucker for it. But like, I really didn't write down that much because no. honestly, like. I don't even really, I didn't even really know what else to say about this yeah. because I was just speechless the entire time. There's nothing that, like, there were times where we genuinely believed that Dragonoff specifically had, like, busted wide open where, like, it was, like, to the point, there was one part where they did actually have to check because his chin, his chin, his chin, when he, he slammed into the table that Dijak was trying to set up, that he just went through. He, he just went through it. It's not like he sat there and was like, I'll wait. He said, no, I won't. And then he ran through the table and he actually busted his so chin. This, so guys, this was supposed, it looked like it was just like a regular spot that, yeah. that Dijak was setting up mm -hmm. for himself, maybe to go through later. But we know that. So role. it literally, the camera, it was such a good camera angle. So it was on Dijak as he was like, had it kind of like catty cornered, like up against him. And then all of a sudden, like, Dragunov just comes in like a bullet. Like a bat out of hell. <laughs> and just spears the table? Just busts Is through it. it. Would you, like, just uh, would Maybe you shoulder. Okay. He kind of went shoulder slash head neck for Just, like, whatever. <laughs> he just fucking pounced it. Yeah, and they would just fell out on the ground, but that was when he Some of the wood must have underneath his chin. It must have popped up and got him. But for yeah. there was a hot minute for a while where the camera was not on him at all which of course makes us go oh shit he's actually busted well sure because they only show blood if it's on purpose yes but if it's not on purpose then there's not a camera in sight right so especially with wwe like they don't they don't do accidental blood you know yeah like it's it's not a thing yeah so my dream in the future though is that if i could have a dream match this is the other note the only other note i wrote was if darby allen and Dragunov. Oh, Jesus Christ. Could make, could have a match. I think someone would actually die. I, I think so. I think this is like, we wait. Yeah. And then when they're 35. Okay. Dra Dragunov is old. How old is okay, Dragunov? Really? I, I don't know. Let's see. Let me, let me look that Let's up. It. But, but seriously, like he could, oh, I, he's, he's the Johnny Gargano of this event. No, he is. We already he decided this. He wanted to die in this match. But I th I'm pretty sure, because I, I know that Darby is um, Darby's like, young. He's like not even. I think he's like 30. Oh, Elia Dragunov's only 29. Okay. <laughs> My point exactly. Okay. he. I see what you mean, though. There's a few little like wrinkles on the side of his face that he could like be deceptive. Old as fuck. Well, when you put your body through the actual living hell that he does. a year 
old. You're he's younger m- than he's me. as old as me. I know he was born in '93. Yeah, he's he like what year or what month? What month? Let's see. It's uh, are we the same? Are we Sagittarius's? <laughs> <laughs> October. Yeah, <laughs> so close. Hey, he's a Libra. Um, so. Okay, well, I stand corrected. That That's insane. That they definitely when they're could. thirty-five. When they're thirty, if, if Darby <laughs> makes it to thirty-five, my, this okay? is my point. If yeah. they, this is their retirement match they're at thirty-five. <laughs> if they Christ. continue to do this, they will die. I know, I know, but uh, I, five. Yeah, five. <gasps> yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I did. I gave David it edit and post dinging noises. <laughs> Woo celebration! <laughs> we gave a five. I I can't think of There's anything nothing. else that could have made it any more perfect. No. I mean, Dragon Off goes over, but Hell like yeah. I but barely. But yeah, but, but barely. barely. And I legit thought his arm had gotten injured. Oh my gosh, the arm bruise was disgusting. I tried to look it up, y'all. There's I couldn't find anything on it. No. So I guess he just got some wicked bruises on his wrist. I don't know. It, you can Google it. Yeah, it looked, looked like at one point Google that it, he like he was testing to see if testing to see if it was broken, <laughs> and I'm like, that's a true pro right there. He knows what the hell he's doing. That and it on worked camera, me. absolutely that worked me on the hard camera side. <laughs> he was like with his hand, other hand going, is it broken? Like, like, like he <laughs> was taking his wrist and bending it back, being like, can I move? Okay, cool, I can't move. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was disgusting. Yeah, honestly. Couldn't have cared less who won this thing. No. Like, we I, all won. It's like, it, it is how I feel with all Dragunov matches. Like, whoever he goes against, like, I think he really picks his opponents carefully. Yeah. Because I have yet to have seen him go against someone that has not been able to match the intensity Fair. of him. Because I will say the last match that will still and forever always be my favorite was him and Walter. Well, not, none of, no other match There's, is ever going to compare no. to the series that he did with that Walter. Is, but I will say, <sighs> J.D. McDonough, Ooh. who was his last That's opponent right. before Dijak, right. he, he went there mm-hmm. for sure. So I forgot about that. That's right. I, but, he, but so did Finn. Yes. And now so did Dijak. So I think that he Have is, I ever seen that Finn match? I don't think a lot of people did because it was it was during the COVID times when Ew. of NXT when we were like, can we go overseas? Can we not? Because yeah. they already had set up this program with Finn, um, and we weren't sure if we were going to be able to do it or not. Yeah. So I don't know if it was aired as properly as it should have been. Understood. Understood. Because it was aired on UK. It wasn't aired on. Gotcha. Um, on NXT US. I'll do some digging. So I'll see if I can it's find it. It's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a five. Oh. Um, and then we're going to go back down this freaking roller coaster. Yeah. Like this is again, what this is what we were talking crash. about in the beginning, guys. Like we we have these matches. Like you have like the Dragon Off Dijak match that is just like so high in intensity and such a good, perfect match. And then you drop down to this this tag team championship match. Because you have Gallus versus the Creed Brothers. Now, I have never really gotten behind the Creed Brothers. I've never, and again, I don't know if this is just a, a you know product of, of me not watching as frequently during the week as I used to. Maybe if I did, I would understand them a little bit better. I don't know if they're really showcasing their 
tag team division as well as they should. No. Which is just, it's mirroring, you know, what they're doing on the main roster because it's very clear they don't care about their tag team division over there either. Yeah. But I feel like with this, because Gallus really hasn't made a showing either. I, Even though they're the champions, there's really not much to them. Yeah, they came out of nowhere, essentially, what it felt like. And then they now did, they're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, we're tough shit. And I'm like, the thing that I like and the only thing I like about Gallus is that those men could read the encyclopedia and I would be very happy because it would be in a Scottish accent. And well, but it that would make brings me very happy. To our point that we made at night of the Night of Champions episode yes. that literally us as Americans, you can just read the phone book with an a- anything but a, an American accent and we would just and swoon. And we would be happy. But see, there's only so much that can go with that. Exactly. Right? Because, yes, they are good wrestlers and I think they're a good team. But I like, mean, what else are, do they have except green light? <laughs> that Which green, blinds green light me. is very distracting. It's giving me flashbacks to the red hell in a cell. Light. I will say... Julius Creed was the only part of this match that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. And I think he would be better as a singles competitor because I think his brother, his his brother cannot talk on the mic. I'm sorry. Oh, no. But I just think that it, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't like him as much as I do Julius. And I think Julius is the better out of the two. We've been worked. Why? Because the brother is Brutus. Yeah. So from the beginning, they set up their fate. Oh, Jesus. Because he's Julius. I don't think that's what they're doing. <laughs> if, you, if you look at these guys, <coughs> they, they are not Shakespeare material. No, to they're go that not. Far. <coughs> but the writer's definitely made that pun for a reason maybe they did maybe because they didn't maybe that's their actual names i don't know i really hope not i really hope that's not a thing please. i don't know i know we're bringing names back that are from like you know older time <laughs> periods but please dear god do not bring back C- uh, julius and brutus as names oh come on you don't i can't name my kid apothecary <laughs> you couldn't even say that with a straight face you tried really hard you tried so hard just saying. You were like, apothecary. We haven't officially decided yet, so it could no. still happen. I would love, apothecary, you get out of the cabinet right now. <laughs> that is where she would be. It <laughs> makes sense. You, names mean important things, y'all. But I feel like they're, they're trying to set up too much yeah. with this match. Because there were way too many, again, way too many interferences. So much right? you unnecessary had, you had chicanery. Avery, Ava, Avery, sorry. Ava and Ivy Nile, right? Yes. Who ran in for distractions. You had Nothing. Schism that came in. You had Stax, like the Lorenzo guy that came yeah. in. Yeah. You had Tony D'Angelo, who's like by proxy. You know, because he's. I in, didn't even in see him come in. Well, it's because he's in jail, but like they oh. reference him. Oh, okay. Stacks. Sorry, I thought you were saying that he came in. I was like, wait, how? He's in jail. No, but Which, they, <laughs> but with stacks, they're like referencing him. So see, I, he's not relevant. I wonder if he's like doing something. Like if he's just got a family thing, something going on. Oh, I don't know. The whole thing that they have right now is that like he, he's the Don. He's right? the Don. He did, he's in jail because he did some illegal stuff. But sure. Ka- Gallus is kind of referencing the fact that they were the ones who got him in jail. Exactly. For no reason. So, other than but they're that. trying to make 
an entire tag team division storyline work in one match? Which uh, I have ADD. I have ADD. <laughs> you can't do that to me. My brain hold little. It hold it little. Hold little. It hold little information. It don't. It don't do a lot. Okay. <laughs> and especially if there's a lot of things going on at once, my brain goes no. Exactly. And then it could. Chrisled. Sure. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened in this match. And my patience went as well. It was just too much. It was way too much. And the emphasis was, again, not on the wrestling. It no. was on furthering storyline. And I I can understand a, a match that might need that. Especially yeah. if you have a division that is kind of lackluster and you don't really know what to do with it. But that's what <laughs> weekly TV is for. That's what you, you, you know. Mm, like if good you, point, if good you, point. If you want to have Ooh. a match that has some sort of run-in at the end, I'm not saying that it's not doable mm-hmm. and it's not necessary sometimes, but like when you have an entire like almost like tag division that runs out mm-hmm. de- at the end, not even at the end, just during, during. your match to cause so much of, of a distraction, which... I hate when they do these distractions because they literally look and go, what's happening over there? We And they take such time yep. to set up these distraction spots so the camera can get in just the right spot so we can see the roll-up that happens that it just it really bugs me because I'm like, if I was in the middle of a match, I don't know if I would be paying that much attention to what was going on on the outside. We had a conversation about this, and I brought this up. Because when you're a wrestler in NXT or in WWE or whatever, um, there are classes that you go to <laughs> yes. that you take, you know, like, you know, 101 kind of things like, you know, roll-ups, etc., but I thoroughly believed after watching these two matches with this horseshit blindness from the refs that they, they themselves take their own class. And their class is how to obviously miss shit yeah. on purpose. That they sat there and they were taking notes and it's like, oh, I got to think about who would run the class. Who would who'd be a good example of running the class? I have Knox. No idea. Knox, but he's <laughs> not even in this division. He's at AEW, but Knox comes over and is a special guest. But I feel like even in, in this match, like it could have been understandable for the ref to get distracted just because there was so much going on that he would have, would have to be like, okay, like y'all need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then he would miss whatever was in the ring. That I can buy. But that's but n- what I don't Ooh. buy is the wrestlers yes. who take a full five seconds to do the but duh. Like I'm gonna acknowledge what's going on over here so that way the camera can see that I'm acknowledging what's going on over <laughs> here so it can move and then the wrestler can roll me up and then get the win. Oh. It's like a full like three different beats. You're right, you're right, right you're right. And Coming from a stage acting background, that to me feels like five minutes long. Yes. Right? Because, because it's just like mm, stuff should just flow. And if the cameraman doesn't catch up, that's his fault. Too, right? too bad. But so, so sad. You were rubberneck. I gave this a two and a half and I feel like I was being generous with it, but there wasn't really much meat on this. I gave it a one and a half, but that's also because I was pissed. You are also very petty. When I, it comes I, to scoring sometimes. Well, I was just so mad because once again, like 
not even like with only one match in between that we're going to go back to the chicanery again. But in all actuality, yes, I would say two or two and a half. Yeah. Like, but at the time, I put a one point five. Y'all, I was pissed. Yeah. It just like again, all the stuff at the end wasn't needed, wasn't necessary, no. and it, it could have if you wanted to have a run in, you just have Ava and Ivy. Because that's obviously what they're setting up for. Yeah, so why throw so in all that other crap? Why throw in everything else? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, two and a half yeah. at best. Um, so now we're on to our semi-main. Oh, but this one I was really excited for. So now we're going back up the roller coaster hill, <laughs> right? So we have the NXT Women's Championship match between Lyra Valkyria and Tiffany Stratton. Now, right. just to set up how this yes. all came about, you have... Indy Hartwell, who was our queen, the winner of the last takeover. Yes. Um, that for was the, only a takeover ago. It was. Yes. <sighs> so it was the women's ladder match because there it was like, I think it was five, five different people and Indy wins this. Yes. She suffers an injury to her foot during that match. Um, I think oh, it no, was after? a little bit after. Okay. Okay. So she, but then also she gets drafted to uh, Raw or SmackDown. I can't remember I which can't one it either. is. Dexter's with her. That's all that matters. So I think it's on Raw then. Yeah. Yeah, because Candice and Johnny and all them are reunited now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, which is great, which is what we were hoping for anyway. Everybody was waiting for Indy to get called up anyway, which is why we were, yay, we're excited that she has but also, this, but also aww. like, oh, does this mean she's going to be down like there for a little bit longer? And then all of a sudden she gets drafted and she has the title with her. Which they've been doing, and I don't really like it. It doesn't make sense. Because the women's tag team champions are now on SmackDown, which means they were not on this show. Which, why in the world which, would they not be? Why would you not have... So anyway, Indy drops the title. She yes. has to relinquish the title. So now we have set up a tournament to figure out who's going to go for it at Battleground. Yes. Tournament was really fun. And you had Lyra Valkyria, who wins her side, which I was shocked. I, I'm so glad, I, I am, too. I am, too. I know, like, especially with Roxanne her, and her momentum and all that. I really just assumed. Well, see, Tiffany was the one who beat Roxanne. Which? Which Ooh. I was very shocked about because That's I thought a, they were just going to give it back to Roxanne, which I would have been all right with, but... I'm excited. I was very excited to see that it was these two women mm -hmm. because... I know that they're putting the rocket on Tiffany, and I understand yeah, that. Yeah, have mercy. But Lyra is someone who, again, was over in UK, mm -hmm. who I am happy but also kind of shocked that she's still here. Y yes, because, that's fair, that's fair. And I, I don't mean that by any malice or anything. No, 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 but no, But, no, like, no, no. she, if you look at the list of women that were on that roster... She was the one that was a little bit more out there. Yeah. So not as conventional. Which so is probably why she was here and not called main roster. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I'm happy about it because we got this match out of it. Because gosh, she is so cool. She is. And her makeup on this one. She had gold leaf. She sure did. Just like from her temple all the way down to her chin. Yeah. And it was so freaking cool looking and I'm, I'm telling you that shit stayed on the entire match yes it did. 
Not a single flake makeup came off. Artist. So props to whoever did her makeup because I'm sure that took forever and a day mm. to put on. But I will say that they had a story coming into this match because um, it was in the final round of the tournament. It was mm-hmm. Lyra versus Cora Jade. And Cora lost. Mm-hmm. And Cora being the chicken shit heel that she is, yeah. injured Lyra's knee yeah, really at the bad. end of that match. So Lyra's going into this match not fully 100%. Yeah, injured. And I'm surprised that Tiffany didn't really hook on to that until the end. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, she totally no, did. No, she did, but, but she, she knew about it from the beginning. Yeah. She had a brace on. But I think... I don't really know who they were toting as the heel in the face during this. And I don't mind that. Mm, I kind of do, just hmm. because I feel like the... In the beginning, like you have to establish who the crowd is supposed to root for. Yeah. Now, they're going to root for whoever they end up wanting to root for, obviously. It's in the NXT crowd, of course. Right. But and it could change halfway through. And they did during this match. <laughs> because at the beginning, they were all for Tiffany. Yeah. And then when she started going for the knee, then it was like, oh. they switched to Lyra. Yeah. Because they felt bad for her. Absolutely. Because by the end of the match, like, she's limping and, like... Yeah, she's barely there. Barely kicking out. So, I feel like Tiffany is a lot more impressive than her appearance leads on. And I say that in the nicest possible way. Because... I watched on Tuesday. I'm glad we're going to bring this up because this is why I liked it. I liked the fact that she wasn't established as a full, full heel because we had that Lena Lamont moment. I know. uh, That's a singing in the rain reference. If anyone doesn't know what that is, (laughs) go watch that movie. It's an amazing movie. But we had that moment of it's like she gets up there and we're like, oh man, like what's, what's she going to sound like? Because she hasn't talked. Like I haven't heard her. Well, I I know she has, but... But she like really, really leaned into it, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, <laughs> oh god!" We we talked like this, and yeah. we just were so Valley Girl, and it I was, was like, <laughs> "This is exactly what I didn't want you to be." Because I mean, like, we, we have we have flashbacks <laughs> from Mandy, and we've had such right. strong feelings about that. So I get it, but but I think I, just, I oh. think I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it play out. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna let it see what happens because maybe she's gonna take it in a different direction. Yeah. And because it was her tiffy bration. It was so funny. It was really funny. Oh, I guess we should say who won. No, I know. I know. I'm getting there. Yeah. But, I mean, I still really, really enjoyed this. Yeah. And I do want to bring up an interesting point just because... I've never quite understood mm-hmm. how we have such a strong women's division down in NXT. Mm-hmm. And then when we go up to the main roster, we just lose it all. It's disintegrated. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know where that disconnect is because... They train them to be as good as the guys yeah. down in NXT. Sometimes they are better than the guys. There was a time period when they were, and I think we're almost back there yeah. now where I prefer some women's matches over some men's matches, Yeah, right? 
But I just don't understand where the disconnect is when we go up to the main roster. Either we're not given the shot that we were given down in NXT, Mm -hmm. or we are repackaged and we're told that this is how we're supposed to wrestle. Yeah. Right? Because you have you have only a few like you have your Becky, you have your Charlotte, you have your Bailey, you have your Sasha and Rhea. And and you have your Rhea who came up and was like, "Nope, this is me. This is how I wrestle." Fight me, bitch. Right. And I'm going to get over regardless of whether you want me to or not. Yeah. And it works for them. But why can't it be our entire division that's like that, yeah. right? Because even when you had Mandy on the main roster, yeah. she did not really look as good in the ring until she got back down to NXT. I think right? so. I don't think that they are given the opportunity to really showcase everything that they teach them down there. And I think I know why. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the trainers in NXT are some of the best in the world. And then when they get mm-hmm. to the main roster, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. I don't know. But I'm just saying this happens almost every time. And you're right. It's like, so where's the disconnect? So it must be opposing ideals. Well, I also think that when you go to the main roster, there really is no training anymore. Oh, right. That may be fair then. So like you're kind of on your own. Figure it out, kid. Right. So that also might be the disconnect. That that's a fair that that's a fair point. The Maybe it's that. Women who poke through and who are remembered are the ones that do take initiative and do go forward. You mm. know? So yeah. it, because when you're down in NXT, you're training all day, every day, and you're doing T V. Yeah. Right? But when you go to the main roster, there is no training anymore. Yeah, it's just right. you figure out your workout routine. Exactly. You figure out when you're going to the gym. Exactly. You, you need to know who you're going to be friends with. Mm-hmm. You make the connections and go. Yeah. So I think that maybe I've answered my own question. Yeah. But I, I do think it's interesting that we have these really awesome, like, four or five-star matches with the women in NXT. And then you get up there and you're like, why is the women's division so dismal? Yeah. Why am I seeing the same three to four people every single week? Yeah. But that might be the case. Like, I don't know. Hmm. But whoever's I, listening, send us an email. That being said, I feel like it was very brutal, but also very technical match. And I think and that it'll be interesting going forward with Tiffany being champion. Yes. I think, I do think it was the right choice. Just I, because I agree. she is the one that is the most over. I don't think Lyra's done. No. I, I do think that. And they need her weird factor because now that. Isla and um, Alba. Thank you, Alba. Yeah. Are gone. You know. They need that. They need that weird. Yeah. They need that weird in NXT to make it literally NXT. Yeah, but she's not really weird. You know what I mean? Weird by the standards of what. Okay, fair. A wrestler should be. Fair. Yes. But I gave this a four and a half. Yes. Because it was extremely compelling to watch and the crowd was really behind it and Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't give it a perfect score just because yeah. it was not on the same level as Dragonoff Dijak. But, no, never. But it was a different kind of match. Yes, it was. It was still the best. Yes. Like, out of the regular matches, I think. With 
especially at being in that second spot, you know, there's kind of like this, like, it's got to be really, really, really good. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it did exactly what it was supposed to do and build us up to the next one. Like, bring that momentum to the next match. Sure. Because, I mean... But, with, but it held its own. It was amazing. It, it did. It did. And I feel like... I think Tiffany's going places. And I think... Yeah. She is... The body of Charlotte... And I'm sorry, the ability of Charlotte, like, technically, with the, the cuteness slash bite of Alexa Bliss... Yeah. Mixed with a little bit of um of Miss Garcana, my brain. Um Candace. Candace. Yeah. And I think the three combo mm-hmm. will propel her really far. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. I think that yeah. I'm interested to see where she goes from here and who she allies herself with. I think that yeah. also could be a thing. Well, too. I think she's putting herself on an island all by herself right now. I think that's perfect. And right. what she should do. And it makes sense. But in the future, when she loses this, what's going to happen? <laughs> True. That's what I'm interested to see. Yeah. She doesn't need to be with anybody else. No. Not at all. No. Um, but yeah, we're at our main. Do, 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 do. So our, this is for the NXT championship. Uh, it's Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker, which is something we have seen before. Uh-huh. But it was totally different. And this than what than what we have seen before, and this is where we think people are listening. To Absolutely, us. somebody because in the back heard our podcast. I will say, the night after Stand and Deliver, yeah, or the week after Stand and Deliver, uh, Braun comes out, <laughs> and he's the same guy that he was, and everybody thought he was leaving, right? Because everybody thought he was going to be drafted. Mm-hmm. And you you were floored. I was. We, I still am, actually. Like it's it's right there. I'm still pretty floored that it's he right wasn't. There. Um, which I'll I'll get into in a second. I think he is eventually going to be. Yeah. But now with this persona too. Uh huh. So he comes out and he's like, "I just want to congratulate you," and blah blah blah. Long story short, short turns heel. Amazing. On turn. Carmelo. <laughs> And Carmelo looks like you could have just ripped his own baby from his arms. <laughs> like, he is literally so shocked that this and, has happened. Oh, my god! That he doesn't even know what to, to do with himself because Braun has been so baby-faced. Like, the biggest. And Carmelo yeah, has been probably the heel. Too. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, we called him the babyest of baby-faces, right, yeah. this entire time. And he, and he literally has changed his entire look. He comes out in a black singlet now. He's a lone he wolf. He taunts the crowd. He came out on for Battleground. His entrance was within <sighs> a wolf mask. It was sick. It's so cool. It was really it's awesome. It's such good work. I mean, whoever did that mask was... 10 out of 10. Yeah, it was great. So... I do. I want to applaud the work that he has put in because he even wrestles differently now. Yes. But like his pace is different even. Yes. However. Oh. I do feel like it was the same match that we watched just with a heel brawn. Right? And a face Carmelo. It felt, it felt like the same kind I'm, I'm, of structure. I'm playing it back in my head to make sure. Yes. Like, and I'm like. Because if you think about it. Okay. All of the, the last match that we saw at Stand and Deliver, we complained about it a bit because we thought it was a little basic, right? Yeah. And we also didn't like the way that Braun is, essentially, or yeah. was. But it basically was the same match, 
just the heel and face was reversed. I, I could see you say that. Which I'm not saying, I'm not complaining. Maybe that's what it is. But at the same time, it's still the same kind of brawn match. Maybe that's right? why he's not there yet is because psychology's not full there. And that's what people are talking about. Uh-huh. They're saying that he needs to get better with the psychology and the booking of his matches. See, I didn't even and know that. And the way that, that he does that. that. Uh-huh. Because it's the same shit. It's the same... Even though he's had stipulation matches, he's had a cage match with, with Waller. He had... Oh, gosh. But, like, but you see, Waller went up and he didn't. Yeah. And Waller was not the standout of that match. Lord, I was so disappointed right? in that man. Right. So, I think... And this is what other people are saying about it as well. I don't think... I think that's the part that's missing. And that's the part that he needs to get before he moves up. Yeah. Because if he's going to do anything when he gets up there, the psychology and the pacing of his matches need to be completely different. Yeah. Because right now it's the same copy and paste type it's of match. Now, muscle memory. I will say the moves that he does are more intense, but they're the same moves. Yeah, that spear so is still gnarly as hell. It is, and especially when it comes from oh. the top rope and he oh does that spear gosh. on his opponent. That's nuts. It's disgusting. But it's still a spear. Yeah. It's still a It's not a new spine move buster. now it's that he's still, a bad guy. It's not, oh, you know what? Like, he even started doing more suplex, and I was like, Braun? Uh-huh. I was like, I said Braun. Brock? Uh-huh. Brock? Is that you, Brock? Mini Brock? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's, You're fair. That, that's fair. And now that I think about it, that's fair. And to me, that's still... I'm still ready for him to move on. Because there's only so much so much time that you can keep the training wheels on someone before you just let them sink or swim on their own. Yeah. And But I think maybe because he's got a, a name. It is. They want, they want him to be like 100% ready. And I, I mm-hmm. get that. I understand that. Yeah. But... At the same time. Right now... William Regal's son has not really wrestled that much. Dude, and he's... But... So... He, I think, is closer to being ready than Braun is. I mean, Mike alone... And Braun has had more exposure than he has. Absolutely. On the Mike alone? When we watched that last last week? mm Mm-hmm. But it's because he gets... Like, yes, you can... You can get the technical moves down all day long, but, like, if you don't get the psychology behind it, then... You're just going to be another big guy that does a lot of spears. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. They I already, didn't think about that. They already like, have a bunch of those. Yeah. They have, oh some, they have a lot that are bigger than you, actually. <laughs> you know? Like, even though we haven't seen him in ages, Big E is still bigger than you. Good Googling. Big E you know? could whoop that man's ass. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, they already have someone. Big, meaty men. Slapping meat. Slapping the meat. But, like, he, he not as big a meat, though. <laughs> he not a big. He, right, he, he gonna be little meat. Be little baby meat. He gonna is... be medium meat. <laughs> he gonna be medium meat. Oh man, he medium rare right now. He needed he needed weight. Rare. <laughs> he oh needs my god. Wait, but I I mean again, I just really I enjoyed it because of the character choices he was making. Yeah. But I just don't think that he still gets it, and mm. still I think he still needs to work on that. Yeah, because Carmelo can do a lot. For him, but like it, it's he stands out so much to me like an actual thumb, right? Like it, 
it just like I'm trying really hard and I can see that he's trying right yeah but, like it's just still not connecting see you know now that you said that I started thinking back even on what he was calling out there was a part where he started calling out the city to the audience it's like it's like the one two threes and then when he was done with those three like r- traditional you know jeers at the crowd is this your guy he went back yes. to oh well reno suck not reno they were at reno for the other place um for um lol, for LOL. yeah oh yeah because that was uh, lol um lol massachusetts he was like well, lol sucks and he started doing it again so i was like oh like even even the thinking of that is not uh-huh. it's not he's not believing in himself enough yet he knows the textbook right like he knows Let go of the textbook. he knows what he's supposed to do so it's like okay it's like when you get a new script. Yeah. Right? And you don't really know your character quite yet. Yeah. But you kind of have the bare bones of who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. But you haven't quite nailed down specifics yet. Yeah. And so when you're reading your lines on stage, it's you have no one believes you yet. Yeah. Right? Because you haven't made that connection to the character, to the actual person of the character yet. You know what they're supposed to do and what they're supposed to say. Yeah. But it hasn't clicked yet. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like to me. He knows the script that he's supposed to say and he knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. But he hasn't fully connected with it yet. So yeah. nobody believes him. And off book day is coming and he wants to hold on to that script as tight as he can. Exactly. Right. Yes. And the... Every, everybody knows that the sooner you get off book, the easier <laughs> shit goes, right? But, you know. But it, it's scary. It's true. The, the earlier that you could get it and digest it yourself, yeah. the better it's going to be for everybody in the mm-hmm. long run. So, I mean, I still gave this a four. Really? I did because I did enjoy it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it more than I, was, I have enjoyed the last one. I was waiting and the for one it to be before lower. that. I mean, I've given all of his matches about a three, three and a half. That's what I expected and you to be was a three. But this one was a little bit better. All right, then. Because I had four, too. Because so. Carmelo retains. Yes. Which I think some people were shocked at. I was not very shocked at. Just because I still think they're setting Braun up for a call-up. So they don't want to put the title back on him yet. Uh-uh. Because if they do... Then they're going to get into another situation that they're already in mm-hmm. where main roster calls and they want this person, but we have a title on them, which is what we again run into with NXT all the fucking time. It's like, well, there's a reason they're good <laughs> and they have a belt. Right. Exactly. Let, let us, us have them. Let us keep our good people. Like, gosh. So overall, I gave this whole takeover a three and a half. Yeah. Because we did have some high, high highs. But, but we had a lot of... We had, had some, some lows. lows. Low, low, low. Yeah, so I just... Overall, I gave it a three and a half. All right. But now we're on to segment time. Yes. So, Shelby, I'm going to yes. start with you Ooh, this time. okay. Let's start with you. Okay. Who is your ignorant slot? Okay. I'm going to have to say the Heritage Cup match. Oh, Yes. Just the whole thing. Overall, it in just... general. No. But really, just the way that they treated the cup in general. Yes. I could go on an hour-long rant was about that. Very, well, we almost did. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, I mean, it just... It's, it saddens me. Being a Heritage Cup fan, 
and seeing what it can be and what it has been yeah. is upsetting to me that they treated it the way that they did. Yeah. Um, it didn't really stick to what they were really supposed to do with it. Yeah. So I don't know who to blame for that, but whoever was in charge of booking and producing that match, you are my ignorant slut. I don't know your name, but you, whoever, you know who you are. You're listening and you know who you are and you know what you've done and you're the worst for it. Yeah, so that's my ignorance. Look, what about I you? 100% agree with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I leaned a little bit when I first watched it towards um, uh, Lash. I uh, cannot. I'm sorry. Legend. Lash legend. <laughs> I'm so sorry, honey. It's not your fault. It's just that I'm silly. Um, well, Gina doesn't really do names very well I on the show. Look, as soon as I <laughs> was done being a teacher, that ability left my brain and it is gone that's fair but it's gone i don't know if you've ever called a kid what's her tits no before. thank you god no i have not <laughs> no i have not um but yeah i originally blamed it on them and then because i was just like this chicanery is like so stupid like honestly i guess i could even say like the chicanery itself in this was so used sure poor, like was used so poorly that i could even just for overall chicanery because yeah, it was just chaos because it was there was no reason it wasn't like yeah so i could even subcategory it into just chicanery itself but sure. the the wrong they have done to this cup yeah bringing it the first time making it so american uh, american like reality tv show bullshit and noah mamdar helped with that because of his shitty character it's just all of this is horseshit. Yeah. That is my ignorant slut. Just all of this just, is horseshit. That is just a pile of horse manure and it's awful. So, yes. Well, I feel like no one's going to be surprised at this. Oh. But my EST has to be the winner of the Jardy Gargano Award. No, you take Dragon off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, We're going to 100% agreement. <laughs> like, which is rare, but. Yes. Everyone knows who listens to this show. If you put your body on the line, Gosh. you are my EST. And the fact that it, it was a very close tie between... It could have been a tie between him and, and Dijak. Then, but I will say that Ilya just has no regard for his body. None. Or the people that love him, really. <laughs> Screw you, Mom. I'm going to go like, mutilate my body. He has a family. <laughs> He does. <laughs> he has a family. Like children, children? Yeah. Blessed assurance these poor children. Yeah. <laughs> and a wife <laughs> that I'm sure loves him dearly. And prays every night. And prays Just that like, he please doesn't God break his my, neck. My husband. You know, when he goes <laughs> flying squirrel through the air. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but that's why I respect this man. <laughs> right? Because he leaves it all on the line. I mean, yeah. Because... <laughs> I just, I'm a sucker for it. I can't you help are. it. I can't help it. The and Johnny Gargano Award goes to. So we have decided that now that he is no longer on NXT, we can name an award after him. Yes. And we can later on, if it becomes more prevalent that people are doing this, we can make this a separate award. That would award. be nice. Um, just the Johnny Gargano Award, which is just anyone. Uh, male or female wrestler or referee for that matter you know fair um 
or or audience member or whoever it is somebody who puts their full physical form and body and soul like on the line and has no regard for what happens to it yes they get that award yes but more than likely, agree. it will probably be the same as my EST because I just can't help myself. Oh, my gosh. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm so pissed that we are. It's been a long time since we've been 100% agreed. I don't know if it's ever happened that we've agreed like, on both. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I. Yeah. And my runner up was um, Dijak. Well, yeah. Just because of the sheer. Like, I mean, there were times where it was like neck and neck, like inch, like. Like a nail, like between them, like, you know, <laughs> distance of like who was going to win. And yeah. I just, I was so enraptured in this match. But yes, Dragunov, 100%. Dragunov is just, oh, I love this crazy son of a bitch. I, I can't love this man. wait until like years from now. Yeah. When we are doing like a, a specialty episode on like. Oh, and we get to go back and look at. Yeah, either that or like we look back or we look forward and we see like Dragunov and his illustrious like crazy career and we're oh. sitting here talking about just like the craziest shit that he's ever done. Oh my gosh. Like again, him and, and Darby Allen. Seriously. One day it could happen. Yeah. Because I, mean, re- I mean, who the fuck knows? Wrestling is so unpredictable nowadays. Like you never can predict where anybody's like, going to be or where they're going to go. Whatever happens, happens, man. So if, hey, if they meet somewhere look man you know make it make make, make it, happen. it happen but i guess we could also give a shout out to our whoever is listening to us oh yes anyone because i i swear someone, someone down in florida real for real has to be listening because it was very specific like what we, were we said ticked um, off boxes of like what we were saying on the previous podcast where it was yeah. just like i'm sorry what so shout out to any if we have any listeners in florida I'm sure well, we do. Who's but who's in the scene? Like possibly or knows someone on the scene? I don't know. I just, don't know. Just a, a shout out to you, Madam Gentleman, them, whomever th- whomever you are. You know what? It's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> HBK. Are you are you listening? Are you listening, are you listening to us? Because if so, like, oh my god, we're, like, we're, hi, we're hello. Such huge like, fans. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> I mean, we swore that Hunter was listening at one point. There was, but look, you know, maybe maybe now that he's, like, you know, going back and forth, like, kind of, like, really, he's not the one anymore. But, but no, Sean? Here, here's the situation. Here's what happened. Okay. okay? What happened so, was Hunter was listening, mm-hmm. right, and keeping up with, like, how we felt about things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And then he is has to go be Big Papa H, right, and yes. run the big show now. And so now he's passed it on to Sean. And now and Sean's like, like dude. You have to listen to these two girls in Carolina, man. Like, they know their shit. They know what they're talking about. Yes. So you need to listen to them. Yes. They may guide They may guide you in the right direction. Now, they may not. It just depends on how they're feeling that day. But, but like, really listen to them. Really listen, because they have some really good insight. <laughs> and one of, one of them is about to give birth to a wrestling baby. Like it's and gonna it's going to be great. <laughs> ah. That's exactly how that happened. I love that it. That is exactly verbatim what happened i don't know i mean i we i feel like we should ask ted to do this one day uh-huh. but if there are other artists out there who want to draw what you imagine our podcast is <laughs> i really want to see it i really want to see it ted maybe ted can draw us to like the first example he so has, that you guys can see what we look like if you don't sure. follow us on social media or anything but <laughs> i really 
<laughs> I really want someone to draw like just get because he's a part of an art group. Yes. So like just get the art group to do it. My favorite murder does that. I know. So and then, they oh. have it. They have a particular um, artist who draws for them. Yeah. Um, and they take little snippets and little tangents that they go off of, and he animates them and puts them on YouTube. Yes, this is what I want. This is what I want yeah. for us. All right. Well, if we have any local artists, or not even local, if we have any artists who want to dr- draw us and see what we look like, yes, <laughs> just go for it, man. Yes. Yes, well, yes, spe- yes. Speaking of social media. Yes. Because I forgot. Okay. Segway. I, I'm a terrible host. No. And let me explain why. I was going to say, what? No. We had Robert Brafford, host of, new host of This is a Work, on the previous time. And I felt so bad at the end because my pregnancy brain just went rampant at the <laughs> end of the show. I forgot to say social media handles. I forgot to talk about his first show that was coming up. I forgot. I forgot everything, right? And I didn't even know what my freaking outro was anymore so i apologize to robert bradford for not giving him a proper send-off but he if you want to go and listen to his first episode with chris the fashion plate barnes for double or nothing uh heard it was super great fantastic so definitely go and give him a listen and just ignore the end of the episode the last time because <laughs> i felt horrible no. i did i felt so it's bad it's fine though it's fine it was just all of us were you know we're not used to a guest. We're not. We're I mean, not used to a guest. So I, I'm used to our energy, and he was giving off a lot too. And I think I was also tired and just ready to go. It was. It was a lot of factors, and you're you're fine. I know. But that being said, yes, I do want to reiterate that Long Walk Talks is coming back from hiatus. Yay, nothing on. And so we have not. It has not been disclosed to us yet what they are doing, or officially, or when, when it's happening. But we just know that they're coming back. They're coming so back. if you are a movie enthusiast, if you enjoy their podcast, keep a look, check out on our feed, and they'll be back in your feed soon. David was tempting a teeny talk with his wife <sighs> Katie Bearden. And I really hope that it happens. Please, if we please, say please, it please. enough times, maybe it will get to Katie and she will actually <laughs> do it. But we'll see. Um, and I know for for us, it may be a minute because my yes. life is going to be up in the air for a little while. We are going to be focusing on on little Butterbean yes. once she is here. Yes. And I'm very excited about that. But also, we do sit, you know, while we do this show. So yes. I'm... It, it, it's not like we're running a marathon right now, you no. know. So I we'll we'll see and hopefully we'll be back in y'all's feed soon, but I will keep everybody updated on Yeah. Maybe um, we could pull COVID levels and, you know, do the Zoom or Skype or That's <laughs> true, but I just you you'll want to get out of the house. I will. You <laughs> will want to get out of the house. And and Ted will could have some good time with her too. Yes. So it'll be fun. Yes. Um but yeah, if people want to follow you, Gina, where can they do that? You can follow me at on Instagram at Broadway underscore baby 1218. Um, I also will be posting a picture um, later of the nursery if anyone's interested. Um, oh, but yes. I wanted to, I wanted to wait till, you know, you 
you had had your family see it first, but well, thank, yes, it will I be coming in hot that. later after family has seen. The well, painting. I would love for you to use that as a part of your portfolio. Oh, to be honest with you, because you did a very good job. guys. Well, thank you. But it's it's all for love and for Butterbean. <laughs> and if you want to follow me personally, you can do that at Slay All Ray on Instagram. I will warn you, it's going to be bombarded by baby pictures oh, pretty soon. So if you don't, if you're not into that, I would just mute me for a little while. <laughs> um <laughs> If you want to follow um, Long Walk Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can do that at Long Walk Podcast. If you want to follow our show specifically, you can do that at This Is The Takeover on Instagram or This Underscore Pod on Twitter. I have heard our presence is back on Twitter now. Yeah. And we can thank Robert Bradford for that Yay! because I don't do Twitter very well. Me neither. Um, <laughs> so if you want to follow us there, he does a really good job. Um, I keep up with our Instagram feed. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow us there, you can do that at those handles. Um, also I'm just very excited for everything that's about to happen, Mm -hmm. but I'm also very excited that, uh, we have a new podcast host and we have new lineups coming up and I think it's going to be, we're just going to have a whole new look. It's going to be so much fun. It is. It's going to be really exciting. So thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Um, For This is the Takeover, I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Bradford. And you don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at. 